I'm Ashley Aiken. And I'm Chris Cerna. The wedding industry has unintentionally perpetuated a culture of chasing perfection at the cost of your relationships and mental peace. We know this because we've spent a combined 16 years photographing weddings. Together, we dive into the silent struggles of the modern engaged couple, like you. Our goal is to empower you to pop that perfection bubble, embark on the journey of self-awareness, forge your own wedding planning path, and and ultimately ultimately cultivate cultivate a healthy and thriving marriage. Bridal Breakdown listeners, we are so excited for today's topic because we are talking about creating a wedding day timeline to allow for your emotions. So freaking pumped about this one. Yeah, this is one that I'm really excited about. Ashley had hit me up, I think it maybe it was a week or so ago and and just shared the topic with me and I was like, oh my gosh, we have to talk about this. This is something that I think a lot of couples don't even realize when they're creating a timeline or when they're working with a vendor that's helping them create a timeline. A lot of times couples are in the mode of like, okay, I have six hours or eight hours, and here's everything that we have to capture during that time frame. But the thing that they're not thinking about is like their emotions and actually giving them space to feel, to experience, to sit with those emotions. And so for some people, I think most people, if they like think about it, they're like, yeah, yeah, I want to capture those emotions and allow myself to feel them. And so this is super important because if that resonates with you, and you're someone who actually wants to be present on your wedding day and experience your emotions, this is going to be something that you want to listen to. Absolutely. And we are streaming this live in our Facebook group right now. And so if you've missed out on that, or if you want to see us chit chat about it, you can always go join our bridal breakdown community on Facebook. Request to join. We'll accept you as long as you're a bride and you can join in on the conversation. So FYI. Now to get back to this topic, we have a very special guest. Super, super special guest. This guest one of our has, favorites. <laughs> absolutely. This guest has photographed going on probably 500 weddings. I should know, Goodness. but I don't. Photographing her very first one like more than 10 years ago, probably. Ah. She's a wife. She's a dog mom to two feisty American Eskimos. You don't want to get on their bad side. She's a part-time nanny, also unfamous, but very entertaining TikToker. So you should go follow her on TikTok. She lives on pizza. Lives Lives on on pizza. Lives on pizza. And And not just pizza, good pizza. Really good pizza. Nola's pizza. (laughs) And is also the most entertaining person that you'll ever watch. So... You should probably just go watch her for her animated faces, and you can catch her live in the Facebook group right now. It is Ashley Nola, my co-partner, business partner of K&B. Welcome. Oh, that was special. I really liked that. All of it. That was probably one of the best intros I've ever heard Ashley give. Maybe she's not biased or anything. Yeah. But uh, I'm very... I'm very inspired by all weekend on my drive up to Kansas City. I was listening to the Smart List podcast with Jason Bateman and two other funny people that I don't know. One's you last would, like, name is them. Arnett. And you would Arnett. like know them if yeah. you saw them in Will. movies. Will Arnett. Who's the other one? Will uh, Arnett. Gilmore Girls or something? Not Gilmore no, Girls. No, Malcolm uh, in the... No, that's... No. <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle. No, I love that, that was... Show. That was... Um, I Do not men? No. No, that's Jason Bateman. No, no, that's Church. Char- 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 
Charlie Sheen. There we go. I can't remember what the other guy's name is. Anyways, hilarious. Very inspired by that at the moment. So that's what part of that all was probably from. But was absolutely so, most certainly yeah. from. Ashley. I deserved it. No, just kidding. You've been married <laughs> you for going on 11 years, right? Yeah. Don't do the math in your head. Don't do the math. We won't do the math. But tell us about your wedding day. Talk about what it was like, the vibe, the feeling, how long you had to plan. Give us kind of a a condensed version of that stuff. (laughs) I'm so excited about this. Well, it's like, it's going to be fun to try to even remember it being over a decade ago. But what I do remember is that we didn't plant, there was no timelines. Timelines, I don't even think existed in this world at this time. I don't think there was pen and paper 10 years ago. <laughs> no. <laughs> we we no wrote timelines on rocks. could be made. Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Chisel. Well, actually, uh, Ashley, would you really even know if timelines were a thing given the way that you did your wedding? No. The answer is no. But tell, tell our wonderful listeners and Chris why that is. Because I'm old? No. Oh. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> you didn't really hire any. <laughs> anybody no i um i think my budget was two thousand dollars so did you not having any structure to your wedding day does that at all play a factor in you trying to look at timelines differently now than maybe say you were looking at timelines like a year ago yeah i think that the lack of stress that i felt on my wedding day was incredible what i will say about structure that is a good thing is that it gets you into a place where you need to be. And I didn't have any of that. So I also don't have a whole lot of memories because they weren't set up to have. So, you know what I mean? Like if the timeline doesn't say to go do this, then what am I kind of doing? I don't really, you didn't make time to go do that. Yeah, exactly. So that's a good point. Cause a lot of the things that are put on a timeline, like a bridesmaids reveal, for example, like you don't have a memory of a bridesmaids reveal because a bridesmaids reveal didn't happen because a bridesmaids reveal wasn't ever on a timeline slash there wasn't a timeline. Yeah, so, that would have been an awesome memory. Those are funny. That's interesting. Okay, so you looking at timelines differently. What you had that have this timeline, which we will talk about later, but what made you want to set up your client's timeline differently than you've set up any client's timeline before in the past? What like inspired you to do that? Yeah. So I am the quickest photographer, this side of the Mississippi. I feel like Ashley and I both, we just kind of speed through things. And we do that because we know that I know, I think you guys have said this on the podcast before, but if you say yes to all of these photos throughout the day, you're saying no to your guests, your husband, that time with him and just the emotions that can happen organically. Yeah. So I lost my train of thought. Is that fun or what? <laughs> that happens to me all the time. Yeah. It's, well, it sounds like where you are going with that is like you, you, you want to respect people's time on the day of, and like, that's so what you want, yeah. you want to honor their time and honor their emotions and the moments that they can have by like not spending all day doing photos, which some people do. Yes. Yeah. And regardless of how fast a photographer can be, If you're still so stuck in a timeline all day and not giving any room for any type of emotion to like slip in, it's not going to happen because you're not making time for it to happen. You're like always thinking about the next thing on the list. Like you're finishing the bridesmaids reveal and then it's like, okay, time to go do your first look. And then you're like, oh, I'm taken out of this moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a really good way to think about it. Like you're pulled for every... Uh, 
group of photography photos that you have to do, whether it's like wedding party or a first look with so-and-so or X, Y, Z, whatever part of that, that you have to do, it literally pulls you out of what you could be experiencing and puts you in this other headspace is what it is. And then you like almost have to like, so it's kind of like when you're working and if you get distracted every time, like it takes you a little bit more time to get back into the zone and do what you're doing. It's like the same thing on your wedding day, like to get pulled away to do certain things you have to like almost readjust and give your your mind time to be, oh yeah, right, I'm getting married today. I'm with my person that I love. Like I'm here and I'm trying to be in the moment. But if that happens all day long, you're like constantly getting pulled out of that headspace. Yeah, yeah. That said, now I'm going back to Ashley, your wedding day, because it's just so fascinating to me that A, you didn't have a timeline and B, not a photographer, really. So do you have, because that means all day you were kind of just allowed to live in the moment right? You weren't pulled away, but you also don't have, you would probably have the memories if you had the photos. Yes. Because you don't really have a whole lot of memories unless there's a photo attached to it, right? Nope. Documentary style would have been really lovely to have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No kidding. Okay. That was a kind of a side thought. So let's kind of backtrack and go very foundational here. So for the people listening, I think there may be some couples who are like what is this timeline they keep talking about so how can we describe a timeline like and there's multiple different timelines like there's a photo timeline and then like a planner might have her planner timeline with what time vendors and things arrive but yeah that's a really good point that there are multiple timelines that kind of happen throughout the day there's another timeline that you tell your wedding party like hey you need to be here at this time and this time and then there's a separate one for the guys and the girls because girls typically get there a little earlier but when we're talking timelines, we're just talking the order of events and what time yeah. that they happen on the day of the wedding. Yes. That's, that's all it is. And so, like you said, Ashley, caterer's got one. Oh, we need to be here and set up at this time, and we need to be ready to go at this time. DJ's got one. I mean, everyone kind of has one. But for the most part, I think you can operate all day on the photographer's timeline. Totally. Because they are there for the majority, probably 75% of your day. They yeah. are there. They are present. So. And it's basic function. It's just the order of events of the day and when they're happening. And I would also say, and I want to add, um, whenever you hire a vendor, whether that's a videographer, a photographer, whoever, like it is and should be their job or the planner to keep things moving. You know, maybe, yes, it's your responsibility to get ready on time, but it's their responsibility to know like, I need, I have 10 minutes for this. I'm going to get through it. So I mentioned that because when you think of a timeline on your wedding day, you should actually like not be thinking about your timeline. Nothing breaks my heart more than when I hear couples be like, are we on time? Like, are we following the timeline still? Yeah. Yeah. It's That's just sad because it's pulling them. They're not, they're not experiencing their day. They're thinking about what they have to get done. Exactly. And it's not what you have to get done. It's what we have to get done. And it's our job to kind of have you guide you on a leash through your memories, through your day. So you can actually live and experience it. So keep that in mind whenever you create this timeline. It can also be very overwhelming when you look at it. But really the times that couples have to really pay attention to is like what time they need to be ready, what time the ceremony is. And then really the rest of it, if you have a good team, they should be able to guide you through it. So let's go foundational here. What does a normal timeline look like? So for someone listening and they're like, where do I even start? Where do I begin? What can I expect? What is a very traditional, let's say they're choosing to do 
no, you know what? Let's go even more traditional. They're not doing a first look. So what would this time, how would a timeline unfold? Order of events, not duration of time. Okay. Um, bride is done getting ready. And then I feel like one, this should be like a switch off and then what happens? <laughs> all right, oh. I'm game. I'm, Ashley's all about games. She gamifies everything. Okay. So we'll go Ashley K, Ashley A, and then me. Okay. okay. So bride is done with makeup and hair. So then, well, okay. I see why you're saying this. Cause it's like, are we doing bridesmaids photos before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Let's say we're doing it. So then bridesmaids photos happen. No, they don't. Oh, she needs to get dressed. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to get dressed. Unless Dang they have it. robes, then they are happening. The, oh, guys. See, this is <laughs> if this, then that. Guys, <laughs> this, this is what happens in a timeline. Oh my gosh. Okay. Start over. Start over. So go with it. They have robes. Just say they have robes. Okay, they have yeah. robes. So Ashley, she says the people are done getting ready. Okay, then I say this is so game. Um, so now they need to take their robe photos. So they do robe photos. And then after that, uh, bride gets in dress. And then after that, the bride gets hyped up for bridals. Ooh. Then all the girls go outside and they do bridesmaids photos. Uh, after bridesmaids photos, bride and bridesmaids. Wait, are they doing a first look or not? No. No, no first look, right? Okay. Then after that, bride and bridesmaids go inside. Groom, go into hiding? Uh, yeah, go into hiding. And then uh, portraits with groom. Mm, I do forget that. <laughs> there have gro- been some days, yes. <laughs> and then groom and groomsmen photos. And then they go into hiding and guests begin arriving. Yes, you can opt to have your family formals beforehand or after, which you guys can talk about the pros and cons to before or after too at some point. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. a whole episode in itself. Yeah, Wait, that, that is. I am so making Goodness. a note That's a good, of that. Let's make that a Friday episode. That'd be I a good lo- Friday episode. Can I, family. Can, I pal- can I come back for that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so ceremony, then it's time for ceremony. So they're in hiding. Hopefully that's 30 minimum, hopefully 45 minutes before ceremony starts. Yes. And then ceremony starts. And then ceremony ends and it's time for family photos. So they do family photos for about 30 minutes. Uh, then after that, you gather the wedding party together to do wedding party photos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you do husband and wife photos. Oh, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. And then when husband and wife photos are done, then you go and hide kind of to like prep for grand entrance and enter the reception. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you're kind of there like that at that point the timeline is like handed off but and we could do you want to go right into we don't need yeah. to go into the okay. reception time, so we don't I have don't to go into reception so. but that's pretty typical like yep. and there are if this then that like but that's a pretty typical timeline yeah uh, yes. some people try to cram all of that in well what do you guys think is an average time like time frame for all of that stuff like not feeling rushed two hours oh for all of that oh. yeah for all of that i'm not good at we math. didn't talk about detail photos or anything like that I know. Uh, I don't know. Four hours. Mm-hmm. Ideally. Four, four hours or so. I, yeah. I think ideally so, a lot of times for a Catholic wedding, you, the only thing you're doing, and this is most of our Catholic weddings. The only thing we're doing before ceremony is detail photos, photos of the bride getting in her dress, photos of her and then groom. And that's it. Which y'all, that's another freaking episode. Sorry. That's like two Catholic hours. Catholic weddings. And, and 
Okay, sorry. I'm not making it. It just of that. it gets it gets that's when things get hairy and stuff like that. But I feel like Keeping if it we're simple. gonna stay on the if we're gonna stay on the topic of timelines and not experiencing your emotions, it is oftentimes like for Catholic weddings that I feel like they are most likely to get pulled out of it because there's just so little time. The day is so rushed because those ceremonies have to happen a lot earlier for mass that's coming. You know, it's like we're always running away from mass that's going to be happening at, you know, <laughs> 3.30 or 4 or whenever it happens. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, so that's the typical timeline. That's kind of what it looks like in a day like that. You, hopefully you have a photographer that has your best interest in mind that is creating moments for you to have or carving out time so that you can have these like little bitty moments. But I'm super curious. And Ashley, I don't know if you wanted to transition this way, but when Ashley first told me about this, Ashley A told me about this episode uh, or like this idea, uh, she said that you, Ashley Nola, had just created this bomb ass timeline, like one that was just so, she was so excited. So I've been waiting like a week and a half to hear about this timeline that you oh, made no. that was so different that allowed for couples to experience their emotions. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So actually when we were just talking about the timeline, that's pretty much how timelines have been for the last five years, at least I was just so excited to talk about this timeline because it's a little different, but not much. Um, I would say the biggest thing is cushion for the day. And that is what I provided this couple. Gotcha. Um, so would you like me to dive right in? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so, I am so ready. It's been a minute since we've talked about this, so I can't wait for the refresher. Yeah. It's going to be so good. Actually, Ashley B A, sorry. Um, she is my second shooter for this as well. So this is going to be great. All right. So when I start my day, we're just going to jump right into where it gets kind of juicy. Yes, and will you talk about all the whys, like the whys behind yeah. you, why you made these decisions? Because I want this to be able to inspire people to be able to also think through what they might be feeling. Cause that's kind of what you did with this bride you were like I'm thinking you're gonna feel like this yeah um I considered emotions a lot at the beginning of my timeline call with this bride she told me that she was an emotional person and so with hearing that and knowing that she'll be more vulnerable on the day of and allowing me to capture that thank the lord I went ahead and used that to my advantage here so I also think that everybody should have cushions. So not even if you're not an emotional person or your groom isn't, it's still nice to have. Oh, definitely. So, for sure. Um, and it also eases the bride and groom to have this kind of cushion. So here we are. The first big change that I did was after Christine gets into her gown, I'll just give you some times. One o'clock is when she's going to get dressed. And then we go straight into indoor bridesmaids photos. So right after she gets dressed, just kind of squeeze in a couple because I also have bridesmaids photos later in the day outside, but some people really like their indoor suite where they get ready. And mm -hmm. if, if it's really pretty, and if yeah. you're getting married in a warmer month, try to squeeze in some sort of variety by doing things inside as well. So and we'll when you're talking about this, you're talking like just a couple minutes. We're not yeah. talking oh, like yeah. 15, 20 minutes mm. of, of these photos. We're talking three to five poses tops. Yeah. And making them the more formal ones because their hair is going to look good. It's not going to be windy outside. It's not going to be hot. So yeah, good question. Then five minutes later, I have Ashley going to set up for the first look. And then 10 minutes after that, we do the first look. Now I'm having 30 minutes for her to see 
her soon to be husband for the first look. 30 minutes is a very long time for a first look. You're like, what am I supposed to do after I tap him on the shoulder? Like, right. (laughs) Right. But we tell our couples, Hey, you know, this is not something to rush. Take your time. Go for a walk. We'll follow. We'll ebb and flow. We'll be there. We won't be that kind of thing. Go grab a beverage, you know, do what feels right allowing them this way because what we would normally do in a first look especially in a crunched timeline is we would do the first look and then go into portraits but Mm -hmm. you set this up for them as a way to be like be together not Mm -hmm. for photos like just go be together go on a walk like enjoy some time actual time together can i can i talk about a potential rub that occurs for this yes um so there have been instances where, and and I think some of this, some of these conversations need to happen when the timeline is being discussed, uh, because if a couple is not prepared for what you're about to do or like what you guys are going to do, their mindset is going to be set to what's next. No, 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 no. Let's just get to what's next. Like, what do we have to do? And it's very much a shifting of mindsets from like checking off things on the list for the day versus like no, this is why we're doing this today. Like, so I can, I can say that like, we try to give couples that same thing to where it's not 30 minutes. That's a lot of time. Uh, but we do, which is good. We typically even find that couples feel uncomfortable with even five minutes. Like, Hey guys, just take five minutes and just be together and just, and then it'll be a minute or so. And they're like, all right, we're ready. And it's like, I, I think there's some education that has to happen on the front end, which it sounds like you've done for them to be prepped and ready to like, oh, wait, we can actually experience this. We can talk about what they did for breakfast and when we weren't together and we can just kind of catch up. Yes. And also prepping them or prepping the bride, at least right before she gets sent off and saying again, like you have permission here to go as you please. And they still kind of have a pushback. Like you're saying, Chris, it's not a natural thing to be like, let's go frolic in the forest together really quick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you I give, I think that you kind of can give them those ideas or have them because our listeners are mostly couples, but have these like in your head, like what do we want to do together on our wedding day? Like, do we want to share a drink at the bar? Do we want to go like walk around the venue? Are we nature people? And like, want to like just take a walk on this trail because we love to go on walks. Like, Think about what might be something that you want to do with the only alone time that you get all day and do it. And then as vendors, it can be our job to like remind them like, hey, this was that time that you wanted to do this. And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then when they do, because Ashley, you kind of did this. We had um, Sarah and Victoria for their wedding. That's what I'm you thinking of. told them whenever you had your timeline meeting with them, you reminded them, this is your first look. This is your time. You guys can just go on a walk. And so after their first look, they did, they <laughs> went on a walk together. And so we just like followed them from a far, far distance. Cause this is their moment. And we just followed them to go on a walk, like see their ceremony set up and like, just kind of take it in. And I don't even think that you reminded them the day of it was talking to them at the timeline meeting. And if you're a couple and not a vendor and you're like, how can I get this for me? Mention it, say it. Like Mm -hmm. when I got married, I told Ashley, who was my photographer and my videographers, Nick and Jen, I said, I don't want to be posed. I don't want to be pulled anywhere. Like I just want to be in the moment. And they, so they knew that was my expectation and my desire. And so at one point I looked I remember looking at Ashley and being like, 
what do I do with yeah. my po- like for a pose? <laughs> and she goes, you told me you didn't want me to tell you. Like you told me you didn't want my fingerprints on your day. And so you have permission Ooh. to kind of <laughs> to ask those things of people. You're like, you know, it's going to be my first look. And it's like, hey, can we carve out some time that, you know, my fiance and I can go to the bar and have a drink? So this is something I want to share this. And this is there's I have a couple things that have happened uniquely with timelines here over the last couple of weeks. But um, after a first look coming up for a wedding, actually our next wedding. So later this month, um, the couple wanted to go get ice cream after oh. their first look. So they're going to have their, and and here's why they're able to do this is because they have enough time. Mm -hmm. Their timeline is not crunched. They honestly could have gone with a six hour wedding package and captured everything that they needed, but they're going with an eight so that they can do the things that they want to do. So ice cream, it's what they do. They wanted to have time after their first look and after some bride and groom photos to go. And so, and and do that. They're I think they're going to go to milk float. And I'll be there and I'll document it and I'll document it from outside the window and up close and up and probably not up close, but far away. And then, then they're going to go to their ceremony 45 minutes before they need to be there. Like they are literally going to be able to experience each other and almost have a date on their wedding. Which isn't that how it should be. And Mm -hmm. when they have these walks, like you're talking about Nola, that's a date. Mm -hmm. Like that's a moment with your person. Yes. And they even, I, the wedding Ashley was talking about, they sat at their ceremony site in a pew and just looked at it and talked. Like I, it was the most beautiful, actually me and Ashley looked like two little chipmunks behind them, like cracking up and being like, this is amazing. We were freaking oh, out. Is this the wedding that you guys had gotten back from uh, like a conference and you're like, we want to be more like kind of fly on the wall. And then this yeah. is the first time that it happened. Is that this, that wedding? I want to say it was. Cause I remember Ashley a telling me about that but I that sounds like that like, it was but it was it was more of a witness mm-hmm. yeah 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 so yeah, it was so much fun yeah very good memories but i love this i i love the reminders even thinking of like carly and elliot who went and you you know p- prompted the idea like do you guys want to do something after your first look and they went to the bar mm-hmm. and they, they like, would have never done that they wouldn't have instruction done that. and yeah. permission also like or th- even just so the, maybe- the idea like hey have you guys ever considered you could steal these moments from your wedding day to actually have real moments and not just like photos? That's the thing that kills me is like your wedding shouldn't just be. And I said this to you, Ashley, I think like yesterday, the day before I was like, I just wish weddings weren't all about this set of photos is here. The next set of photos is here. Like that's literally all the wedding day is, Mm -hmm. you know, and these are ways to not make it like that. So maybe go ahead, Ashley. No, that, I think I was pointing to you. Yeah. So maybe if you are having a first look and you are like, this is something that I want to do. I want to carve out time to be able to do something like this. Think about it and frame it in terms of a date. What do you and your person like to do? I recently saw a local photographer where there was like a cigar break where they both smoke cigars and they had a cigar on the rooftop. Uh, it didn't happen after their first look. It was later on in the day, but they carved out time to do what they want to do. So maybe it's cigar. Maybe it's a snow cone. Maybe it's ice cream. Maybe it's just sitting and talking and having cop. Who knows? But like, what's a creative way that you can have a date? Maybe it's a mixed drink at the bar, like all of these things. Maybe you you make a time capsule. Like you each like write a few things and it's like, what do we want our future selves to remember about this moment or something? And then like putting it in an envelope to put in a time capsule or I don't, I'm like, I love that. You can do anything. Like you can literally do anything. You dropped this phrase earlier, Ashley, about 
uh, stealing back from your wedding day. Like, I just love that verbiage of, of you're like fighting against the pull of weddings today. They're like, no, I'm keeping this moment. This is our moment. Like, we are not going to let it go to the beast of the wedding that's yeah. like trying to pull us away. I think that's really powerful imagery. I, I, that just made me think of Ashley and I are talking about, which I actually have it open to do right now. Well, when we're off this call to update our questionnaire, to ask our couples, like, because we spend 15 minutes on bridesmaids photos, 15 minutes on groomsmen photos, 10 minutes on wedding party. And most couples don't look like they're glad that they have a wedding party fun photo and they're glad they have a post photo, but like that's, could we cut that down to just doing five minutes and just getting the bare necessities? And then instead, why don't you guys go play a game of cornhole together? Or like, instead of taking these photos for 15 minutes, because we have to, we feel like we have to get, and I feel like I have to get this for my couples because it's quote unquote, what's expected. So I feel like I've got to get the standing and staring. I feel like I've got to get like the smolder. I feel like I've got to check off these boxes of poses when really do they actually want them all? So that's something I want to add in a questionnaire is like, how many minutes would you like of your wedding day to go towards these posed photos? Because if you say yes to these posed photos, you're saying no to a game of cornhole, you know? Yeah. And I'm also thinking of like what you guys did, like flip cup or beer pong. Like imagine doing some of these things with your wedding party, still capturing the photos, but they're like, it's an experience. It's like, you spending a moment with your people. Can you imagine like how the wedding, like I'm hearing all this and I'm just like, the only way that these shifts begin to happen in the industry is if we as vendors champion these things. Literally. And, like, let people become aware of them. It, my mind is like being blown. I just want to like stop and like take a shit ton of notes because it's, well, it's and I, so <laughs> counter to the culture right now. So counterculture. What it's were you going to totally say, It's a totally different way of thinking. Well, I was going to say, just think about if you're doing it this way that we're talking about, like adding in the flip cup and these like experiences with your wedding party. Think about when they, the wedding party talks about your wedding day. Instead of saying, I spent so much of that day taking photos, which is what we hear from wedding party mm -hmm. people from past weddings and so on. Instead, they're like, dude, I had the best freaking time. Yeah, Ever. I I won the flip cup championship or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. if we knocked all of those things down to five minutes, five minutes for bridesmaids, which granted this wouldn't come out with many photos, but ask yourself like, what do I really want from that? Like, do I really need that Pinterest worthy photo? Like, I can get five, ten, but and typically, Ashley, we probably deliver like thirty to forty wedding party, um, like bridesmaids photos mm -hmm. and groomsmen photos. And like, really, do they want that many? And ask yourself if you want that many. And so let's say you do five minutes on each. That's 15 minutes total. Five grooms, five bridesmaids, five wedding party. We normally give an hour. So that gives you 45 minutes to have a cornhole championship. I love or whatever it. it is that your thing is, because then that's your memory. Your memory is doing the things that you do with your friends that you like to do with your friends. Yeah, and go this, to bowling alley. Yeah, right. Yes. Like this, And this all has to do with like, when we talk emotions, it's not just tears or happy tears. It's like laughing, smiling, like everything, all encompassing, all of, yes, those, like <laughs> all that stuff. But I, I'm hearing this now and it's like, I, I want this for couples. Like I, I want this for them so badly. But I think it starts with, again, these mindset shifts that we're talking about. And it would revolutionize their day. Like I can see the wheels turning in Ashley A's mind right now. Like all yeah. of these things Always. That, that she's thinking through.
Um, well, so Ashley, let's move on to the next because we're all, that was all from one thing you just shared first one thing. Look. So <laughs> and I haven't even gotten into it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's let's move on. Okay, in so the best for, way. For, yeah. So we already talked about having thirty minutes of time, where really a first look takes three to four minutes to happen and to get all those kind of emotions out. And then you have another 25 minutes to have a little bit of freedom. Now I will say we do couples portraits at that time. And especially because I could feel when energy is ready for that. And most people can, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, they start to turn you and they're like, uh, so we will do the finest couples portraits right then. I tell them, you know, these are going to be the most posed you will be because, you know, things happen throughout the day. And this is when you look your best. So get those out of the way. They expect it. And then we tell them we'll get loose goose later. Um, then after the first look happens, I have father's first look. Now you may be thinking, oh, usually we have the father's first look like right after she gets dressed. Mm-hmm. And two things here, dads hate to sh- like have like this big show. Hate. And yeah, they hate the cameras on them. I don't care who you are. And it, you just want it to be the most relaxed thing ever. Um, Cause you want dad to be comfortable. Yes. And also having the dad show up to a wedding three hours ahead of time in a suit is like the worst that you could do for a yeah. dad. Yeah. Especially because all he's going to do is he knows he's about to see his daughter. He's about to get photographed and he might cry. And then when he's done with that, he showed up for a total of like 10 minutes and then he's stuck in his suit. Yeah. yeah. And he's probably so second true. guessing everything. Like, was my emotions enough? Well, I don't know. That was crazy. What did I walk into? Why was, was, I, su- was I supposed everywhere? to do it that way? Yeah. Yeah. So I have the father's first look after the first look with the groom. And I also did that because she told me that her dad was going to make her ball like crazy. And I did not want her to have to kind of bring it all back for the first look with her husband, you know, her future husband. So that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So we have the father's first look happening. And then the next thing to happen after the father's first look isn't for another 30 minutes. Why did I give him that much time? Oh, good question. So I, (laughs) (laughs) I did that because I knew that family would start arriving and there'd be things like I knew she was going to need to wipe her tears and get, you know, resituate and also sit in that emotion that she just felt or have some time with her dad. Like when does she get one-on-one time with her dad? Probably just as much as she's going to get with her husband and her dad means the world to her as well. So I have 30 minutes there because they're equal in my book, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're going to get to enjoy that moment together. And then she's, I just told her whatever feels right, you know, go hang out with your family. I will pull you back to photos. Especially. I like that. You said that really quick when family starts showing up, it feels very unnatural and this is normal. But for when family shows up, like everybody's so busy. And then the next thing on the timeline is family formals. You don't even get to greet your family before you stand in a photo with them. Hey, Why is that? Hi, sit, sit right next to me. And they're like right hugging and you're like, oh, I don't okay, have time to hug. Later. That's yeah. so awkward. It's so yeah. awkward. But it's yeah. normal. It's, it's normal to normal. ignore your family. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It, on your wedding day, it is normal to ignore your family. Mm-hmm. That is powerful and also sad in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your guests seem to like trump everything. You're like, you know, so. So it kind of you having this 30 minute window of her being able to soak in this moment with her dad and then whatever feels natural, you're giving them the moment to feel natural. Like, 
okay, I just saw my dad. Now I want to hang out with my dad. Or maybe like I just saw my dad. He's good. Like he's going to go get a drink. I'm Mm going to go get a drink. And well, now grandma just walked in. So I get to go say hi to grandma. When do couples get to go say hi to grandma? Never. Never. Yeah. No. And also to piggyback that, how, okay. Cause the next thing I'll say right here is wedding party photos. How would it feel to go cry with your dad and then five seconds later, go party with your wedding party. And you're like, woo. Yay, yeah. Excited. Yeah. Well, and it's like, it would, you'd, you'd yeah. get excited and go do it, but then you wouldn't have been able to sit in the moment with your dad. You wouldn't have been able to sit in the moment with your emotions. You're like, okay, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. Get, get it together, Ashley, get it together. And you know those also moments where you hear bridesmaids. Chris and I have talked about this before, but I want to get rid of the phrase of like, "Don't cry, you're gonna ruin your makeup." Like, honey, Ew. it's makeup. Oh it can God. be and Chris. It can be reapplied. And like, if you have a tear, and like, there's a moment where you know that tear causes a like tear stain or whatever. Like, a have an emergency makeup thing there, and. I don't know how many times, like not a whole lot. Most of the time when you get your makeup done, your makeup from a tear won't go away. But if it does, like you can just like take some concealer and your finger and just like lightly pat it. And the fin- the warmth from your finger, this is from me going to school for this, but the warmth from your finger will kind of like warm up the product on your face and help blend it together. Mm. But like Nothing is worse than you trying to block off your emotions in fear of feeling them because of something like makeup that can be fixed. Conceal, don't feel. <laughs> don't let <laughs> it show. All of that. Yeah. Let it go. Let it all go. I mean, if you if you replace what a uh, wedding party is actually saying, they're saying, no, no, no. Don't show your emotions. Don't show those. Put those away. Like, again, another sad thing that we've just become accustomed to. And I see it time and time again. When we interviewed Mackenzie Chris, uh, we talked about, we had a little portion of that episode where we talked about um, how she helps couples get comfortable to be able to show their emotions because she she uh, advertises herself as an emotional storyteller. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she said that she does, and I've just heard you say this, Nola, is that she it's it's a matter of preparing and giving your couples permission. Like, hey, it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. Like makeup can be redone. Things can be, or touched up, like makeup can be touched up, tears can be wiped away, like all of that stuff. Um, but I think that giving per- people permission is such a huge part of it. And that that kind of falls on us. Mm-hmm. That gave me chills. Aw. It did. Like makeup can be touched up, tears can be wiped away, but like memories can't be remade. Right. When they happen, they happen. Like, yeah. It's It's a whole thing. So- we're talking about now like wedding party part of the day. So we just like had first looks. We did that with dad. And I think that's amazing to put dad after. Like that's having me rethink like I've never thought about that. But it makes so much sense uh, to do it that way. Especially if you have someone that's like me and my dad are really close. Like best friends, that kind of thing. Well, and I think it could be flipped depending on the family situation. Like you could do dad earlier in the day. Like say mom and dad are really close or your family is really close and I had someone do a first look. And so think about that also. Like think about how you might be feeling because maybe um, everyone in your unit is close. I had a first look where it was a dad first look, but the sisters and the mom were also present in the room because they were all like a really tight unit. And so she got ready with her mom and her sisters. And then it was only natural to bring dad in the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, but that. 
but also allow for that time after. I think that's the key here is allowing for, you know, even if the first look's coming after the dad's first look, if there's a 30 minute window for this first look with dad, she has the, or he has the moment to sit with their feelings before like coming back to center and getting prepared to, you know, go see their future spouse. Yeah, totally agree. I think that's really good. Ashley K, what do you have next on the timeline? Well, I have wedding party formals, but not just wedding party formals. I have wedding parties split up into two different portions of the day because I know that wedding party is so much more excited after the ceremony because they're like 45 minutes closer to like getting crunk. Um, well, and, and it's a crunk. real moment. Like they're like <laughs> afterwards, they're like genuinely freaking pumped because yeah. you actually just got married. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I always like to reference temperature and comfortability on the wedding day, but it's nicer at later in the day. We'll just yeah, say that. for sure. Yeah. Um, so I have wedding parties set up to just do the formals. Like you're going to stand in line, then you're going to alternate, then you're going to look at each other. And then you're going to kind of set up like a Kardashian Christmas card photo and then you are done. So we're talking two and a half to three minutes here. And then I roll right into bridesmaids photos. Like we mentioned, I did bridesmaids inside at this point earlier in the day. And now I'm doing some fun bridesmaids photos and some singles. So each of the bridesmaids with the bride by themselves. And then we have the groomsmen photos that come in. So I can say that I will spend 15 to 20 minutes max with all of that. And I have allotted for it 45 minutes. What does that give them? I don't do math, but it gives them a lot of time. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, man. It does good things. Um, it gives them a lot of time to just hang out. That's a good cornhole round. I yeah. bet. Yeah. You know? So give them a second to really just kind of Kind of, the the wedding party is there to hype up their bride and groom, you know. Let me let me ask you guys something. Do mm -hmm. you and I think this is a mindset shift for me as well. Uh when you are talking through wedding packages and you're like, "Well, we really could do this in 6 hours." Never. Like, there's no right like you nope. or or let's say 8 or, or whatever, like whatever the timeline is. Like you could do it in X amount of hours. Do you feel bad or do you think other people, other photographers or other wedding party people like couples who are paying are like well we're not taking photos so maybe we didn't need this extra time like do you think that that's a, a thought process that exists within the industry that's like what well we're not taking mm -hmm. photos and we're here we should be taking photos like they hired us for x amount of time um i think that is something that exists in the industry yes mm -hmm. however what exists in my mind when you say that is like, we should be taking photos is I will be taking photos. Like, or like orchestrating I, things, I get right? It. Like yeah. running the show. I think that's the mindset shift though, is like, I'm still like, you're still getting your day photo. You're just getting more of your day photographed. Like it's in a natural it, way. Yes. Mm -hmm. like, like, so it's people not existing in their environments, but so many people are used to like, Oh, well, you know, so let's say that you, Ashley does knock out these photos in 15 minutes that she's allotted for 45. Now she's got, now they have 30 minutes together and people are like, well, what are, what are we going to do now? And that's probably where the photographer or whoever's working with a couple needs to anticipate like, hey, we might finish these early. Uh, you, you might want to think through something fun that you guys can all do together. And then whether that's cornhole or whether a flip cup or whether that's, I don't know, ring toss, who knows? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anything, something like that that you can do to where it's like, 
well, if we get this knocked out and if everyone listens and pays attention and we can get to this fun thing that you guys can all do. Yeah, that's a great, I'm going to call this bride later and be like, you better be thinking of fun things. Uh, Literally writing down to add to a questionnaire. If we finish early, what are some fun things you could do? Mm-hmm. You yeah. sounded just like that thing, you know, like when it reads on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. That voice that's like, I'm going to take that, that as a compliment. Was, no, that was cool. I, <laughs> I dig would. it. I dig it. it yeah. Good. Um, okay. So anyways. So wedding party. Knocked okay. out. Okay. And then, oh, this is also where it gets fun. Okay. So <laughs> I have. Yeah. So in one of the questionnaires, the groom was like, hey, okay. Backstory. Me and Ashley shot this person's, fa- a lot of their family. So they know how we work. A lot and, of their family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they all did their family formals beforehand. And so the groom got into the call and he was like, Hey, why aren't we doing the family formals beforehand? Cause I had already sent them the timeline before the call. This is the final meeting that I have with them. And I was like, well, we definitely can, but Christine kind of thought, should I say her name? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. She kind of thought, well, I would prefer to have my family show up afterwards. They're coming in from out of town and it's just kind of, it would be a lot of chaos to have them come early. And so to honor that, I said, well, why don't you just split up those family? Why don't you do his family? That's huge, a huge list. That's probably going to take me 20 minutes and do your family. That's pretty small right after the ceremony. It'll take me 10, maybe minutes. And I've never done that before. Never. I've never done that either. I've never even, this is, I feel like there's just so many, until you hear a different way, you don't know that there's a better way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what this whole conversation is doing to my mind. It's like literally having me rethink. And I think this is just pulling ourselves out of what is industry standard, which I love that you're thinking through, Nola, like you're, you're helping create this better way. But I've never thought of splitting family. No, me neither. It I seems would... counterproductive. She's like, me either, honestly, tell the phone call. And you were <laughs> like, then I had to, you had to problem solve on the fly because he asked you this on the call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super duper, super duper. Um, yeah, so I was actually all pumped about it. I think I talked about it with him for five minutes about how excited I was. And doing this also, brides and grooms and everybody involved with family formals gets to the end of it and was like, wow, that was the worst thing I've ever done. Literally last this weekend when the family phone was finished, she looks at me and said, that was the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life. And I said, I know, I know, I know, but now it's over. Like it's, but it, you don't want to not do them either. Like Mm -hmm. they're so important. They're so valuable. Like later on in your life, you're going to be glad that you had a lot of those images. Um, For sure. So don't take it away from yourself just because it is probably going to be that the might, most part that ever. might be the one part of the day that it's like you you're really going to want these photos with your dad you know maybe you guys don't have the best relationship right now but consider it you i think you're you're going to want these yeah i totally interrupted you ashley to talk about my wedding this weekend but everybody thinks that that was yes. validating everybody thinks that Yes, everybody does. I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted by the fact if I was to wear a black shirt during this call, I would have disappeared by half of the day. <laughs> <laughs> like I keep getting darker and darker. You're like falling into the void. <laughs> I'm so sorry for anybody watching. Okay. So they're sorry. So, no, they're so amused. They're so amused. 100%. Uh, 
I might change halfway. Can we have an intermission? That was good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So we're at family formals and we're splitting these bad boys and it's going to be great. And that also takes out a lot of stress on the photographer as well. So we uh, get done with family formals. And then right at that point, I have 30 minutes for his side, which typically it takes 30 minutes to get both sides done. So then they have a 10 minute, probably window, 10 minutes, I'll say to hang out with our family and not ignore them before the ceremony starts. So they can do that before family formals start, or they can do it after. I don't really care. Okay. So Ashley, you, you essentially, well, you essentially created just an additional cushion. Yeah. Before. So your talent there. Repeat that. Like I'm giving them time to actually hang out with their family after photos. Say hi to uncle Bob after photos. No, Got it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yes. Uh-huh. Which I right love. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. Can I piggyback this again? I keep freaking this. I guess that's the point is like, let's talk about these. But with family photos, I remember being in a wedding and she was like, I don't want anybody to see me beforehand. Like anybody in my dress. And I just want us to all put that away because you're going to look equally as amazing when you walk down the aisle. If they see you five minutes before and get a peek at you, then if they see you for the first time walking down the aisle and most of the people won't even get to see you walking down the aisle, except those people that are sitting in the aisle. Imagine you won't get to see those people seeing you. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, exactly. Like imagine actually getting time back and like actually getting to spend time with your aunt Lucy because you allowed her to see you beforehand. Then having like a very squished time period afterwards because you were yeah. afraid of her seeing you beforehand. When you say yes to having people see you for the first time walking down the aisle, uh, you are saying no to relational moments. Mm. That's what that is. And yeah. I think if people hear that and they think about it that way, they're like, well, I don't want to say no to like my family coming in from out of town. Like this was part of our why. Like we wanted to gather our family together. Yet a lot of times, well, I just had a thought for timelines. Your why should 100% play into the timeline. And I don't know that we've ever made that connection. No. But like the why and what you're doing, the whole reason you're celebrating your marriage with a wedding day, if your timeline doesn't support that, you are like going off the rails. You're not setting yourself up for your why. No, not at all. And your timeline is actually like the vehicle at which your why is executed. Mm. If it's not like being incorporated into your timeline, you're it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Also, this whole concept is chal- with sorry, I'm going back with walking down the aisle and waiting like making people wait to see you. This is challenging that tradition. It's a tradition and why is it a tradition? Is it something mm-hmm. that's actually important to you or are you only doing it because everybody has always said nobody can see you until you walk down the aisle? That is a tradition from so long ago, so long ago that you can yeah. kiss it goodbye. Like Maybe you want to wait to see your groom. That is, I think, a whole different story. But waiting yeah. to see your grandma? like I think that is a completely different like a whole different monster, like and a, not a monster. It's a unicorn. It's a whole different unicorn. Like let that one happen. Yeah. If you want to wait, your allow like your partner to see you down the aisle. That's one thing. That's 100% the point I want to make. But, like, Nola, I, go for it. I have something to say. Uh, okay. This sounds okay. spicy. Three fourths of the people 
when you're walking down the aisle, cannot even see you walk down the aisle <gasps> at all. Oh no. It's literally those people that are in the first two rows on the aisle. Yeah. I'm thinking of no Granny. One else can see you. Holy crap. I've never, I mean, I know this, but it's like until you've said that, it's like they can't even see you. Half the time. <laughs> and that nasty? those moments for Granny, man. Yeah. Granny's the one that's five foot one and cannot see you. No. Gertrude needs those moments beforehand. Yeah. Gertrude's yes. always five them. foot too. <laughs> she is. Flat. Why were they so short, man? <laughs> Dang spines. Mm, that's I it. Guess. <laughs> they do. They shrink. You shrink Man. as you get older. But anyways. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. There's just so much pressure that I feel. And you know what the unfair thing is? Is that that same pressure doesn't exist for the groom. The groom's out shooting the shit with everyone, having a good time, having a drink, hanging out, greeting drinks, everybody. Laughing, and the poor bride is stuck in the room hiding. In Sometimes a by like, herself. Yes. Oh, I don't like. I really brides. Grooms, if you're doing this, just you have permission to take that weight off. You don't have to isolate yourself on the wedding day. <laughs> I promise it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And you know what really sucks is when ants and, and people are like, no, 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 they're going to see her. It's like, again, reinforcing the tradition, putting shame on people, making them feel bad for just being seen. And it's like, that needs to go. Mm-hmm. That's got to go. It can't exist anymore. Imagine. We need to toss it out the window. Sorry, I just got, you just got me excited. No, you're good. Go for it. Imagine what it would feel like. Like seriously, like close your eyes and picture standing at the door to your venue with your spouse and your guests are arriving and the look of like excitement on their faces as they walk up from the parking lot and they see you and they sprint oh. to you out of excitement and you have one big embrace and you're so excited and they're like, you look amazing. And you're like, thank you. And you're like, I'm so happy you're here. They're like me too. And then, you know, maybe the next person is trailing behind. So it's like, okay, well, I'll see you later. And then they go and then the next person is equally as excited to see you because it's different. They actually get to have a moment with you. And then you're also seeing moment a lot mm-hmm. of people prior to the reception which means you have more time at the reception to do the things that you want to do yeah imagine if they get to get their photo right then in their moment like the aunt and uncle walk up and they see you and it's like here go ahead and take a photo like boom one less photo that you have to pull away from be pulled away from in the reception to stage and fake and get back in that moment when it's already happened yeah it's like embracing these authentic moments that already happened throughout your day like making time for those yeah and wow when we're giving these, like like I just gave that idea, and that might not be your cup of tea, and that's totally fine. But think about why you're, we talk about why all the time, but think about why you're doing the things that you're doing. Why are you hiding? What are you missing out on because you're hiding? Okay, that's, that's the end Why of are you hiding? Yeah, I'm having regrets I'm a clip, now. <laughs> I'm a clip that, man. I'm a clip that little thing that we just went on. That's, gonna, that's going on TikTok. <laughs> or like if that that clip is gonna get cut because it's it's so important yeah it's so important anyways nola <laughs> back to you wow. what, what else do we got wow my whole world has shaken um okay uh let's get back into that <laughs> so we have the ceremony happening now and then we have the grand exit outside the chapel and then we have like a large photo happening here so that's like a big group photo on the steps Something that I their family has. Yeah. I do too. As long as I have a ladder and like a bus I can stand on, I'm yeah. fine. 
for one of these family members, I think that was exactly what you did was like, you were like, how do I get higher? Move that bus. And you're like, I'm going to get on it. (laughs) (laughs) You really have to think on your feet. Um, Literally. (laughs) So that photo will happen. And then they will circle back inside for Christine's family formals. So we will do that for about 15 minutes. And then this is kind of where I twisted things again. So instead of doing, I have those fun wedding party photos that I haven't taken yet. And I need to take sunset photos as well. So I'm actually going to do the family formals for 15 minutes. And then I'm going to go right into sunset photos, kind of break them away from everybody for another second. They really haven't gotten a whole lot of time to like celebrate the fact that they're married. Um, aside from the fact, I will say that it's very natural on a wedding day for right after you leave your ceremony, your wedding party is going to follow you. And then you're going to do this thing where you like hug and celebrate. And it's really cute. And I love it. Ashley knows. I think it's my favorite part of the day. I think it is your favorite part of the day. And I tell people beforehand that it's my favorite part. Um, So sometimes you see a marriage license get signed there, but I think marriage licenses are really weird now and nobody signs a damn thing. Yeah. I think it depends state to state, but definitely here. Nobody (laughs) signs anything except like the maid of honor investment. But anyways, and they're not pretty like they used to be. Nah. Yours is pretty. The state of Missouri's, they have pretty ones. Actually, I think this is in Missouri, this wedding. So it's, they're pretty. Um, and then, so after sunset photos, then the tail end of that. So 10 minutes before they go into their grand entrance, I have that fun wedding party photos, like all of that, because a, they're so excited to get in the reception. What were you going to say? They're already lining up. They already have to be together for the grand entrance. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I said, as soon as those are done, you're all together and just kind of shimmy over to the door. I love that. I know. Cause who has lost that one groomsman? You know what I mean? That it's like at oh. the bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need a drink. Yeah. These photos suck. Yeah. It's, it's what it is. So I did that for that reason. And they have no structure, like not very posed photos at that time. You know, we might run under a cool bridge or like, you know, party walk, those kind of things. And then just skedaddle. So that's that. And then after that, it runs into the reception. So dinner, you know, so on and so forth. And then we will sneak them out for five minutes, maybe right after they eat, right before they go mingle. And then that's it. So what part of that sounded stressful (laughs) then? No, Uh, literally none none of it. So was there anything else intentional as far as timeline that happened? Did most of it happen before reception or was there anything that happened? During the reception? Yeah, that Um, gave you moments of of intentionality. And I do have a follow-up question. Yeah. Um, really there's like a group photo, uh, at the reception where the DJ will get like a a lot of people out there on the dance floor and that's just to get, you know, people close and off their booties. So that's really the only other thing. Their exit is at 10 30 at night and we leave right after that. So we'll be there until the end. So what was the drawback or like what was the thing that you had to sacrifice to make this intention happen was there anything that needed to be sacrificed um did you give less time to something or things Mm. like what how many hours of a timeline is this ash um 11 45 to 10 30 okay so it's basically a 12 hour day yeah it's 11 hour day actually but Mm -hmm. So that's, so nothing it's really had to sacrifice because it's a long day. Right. Yeah. So what has to be sacrificed in order to make something like this happen is 
not on the vendor's part. It's just, it's always a resource, time or money. And it would have to be the couple investing more for more hours in order to be able to have a more intentional, more spread out day with more cushion time. Mm -hmm. Yep, I agree. And it's cushion for memories, not cushion for photos. Cushion for memory, not for photos. I think that's huge. That's, again, mindset shifting, mindsets changing. The only thing standing between you and your memories is spending more money so that you can actually experience your wedding day as opposed to like faux capturing it. Mm. Like, yeah. And photographers have gotten really good at like trying to help people and come up with prompts and things to get people to have a good time, but it's still not the real thing. Yeah. Right. Like it's still not your wedding party doing something together. It's still not you Mm. talking to your dad after the cameras. You don't think the camera's on you, but it is because you're standing far away. You know, like it's still not those real genuine moments. Right. Like even when I'm thinking about like during wedding party photos too. And we hear it all the time. People are like, this is the most fun I've ever had taking photos. Like wedding party members say that. They're like, this is the most fun I've ever had. And so that's a good thing. But at the same time, we are creating a lot of it. Like we will, you know, make them do three things. And it's like, what? I'm a photo booth. You're in my photo booth. I'm going to count down, like do a pose, do another pose, do another pose. Like, so we'll do random stuff, but we are, we are creating it versus them creating their memory. We are creating their memory. I will have to say one of, one of the family members of this bride or groom, we made the wedding party do a dance off groomsmen versus bridesmaids. And it was the funniest thing. Like, you know, yeah. And they Wait, was ne- this at the reception? No, no. During wedding party, photos. during wedding party photos. What? Oh, cause you always have your speaker on you. Uh, yeah. And at that time, I think I might've been beatboxing myself. Or something. Oh yes. I think you might have been like Ashley mm-hmm. was making sounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was everybody down? Yeah. Or, or were there like people like, oh, they were a really great yeah. wedding party. Yeah. You have to feel Amazing. the room, of course. But yeah. yeah. But if they're like super hype and they've been having a good time, it's like dance off. Well, it's like, I mean, mm. oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's like that groomsman toss photo that's like now yeah. so popular and everybody now does it that it's not like unique. Groomsman toss. Oh, like they picking them up in the, the air. Groom. That's like one of those things where you got to feel the room. Like, I might feel the room and be like, this is not a group to do the toss. But then like videographer is like, do the toss. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be awkward. And then sure enough, like they almost like drop him and he's like very uncomfortable. Yeah, you got to look at the face. The really quiet, stoic, scholarly wedding party. Yeah. Yeah, You got to like, you got to swing and a miss. Yeah, exactly. Um, Speaking of swing and a miss. We had a groom during getting ready, go golfing, like shoot a golf. Like also, golf you're talking about the same freaking family. Like I she's know. talking about this dance off was this family for this timeline that we're talking about. Yeah. This family did the dance off at one of their weddings and uh-huh. another one of their weddings. They Ashley's going to tell the story now. Yeah. They were just getting ready. And they're like, we're going to go shoot some golf balls. What was it? He got a hole in one. He I got a hole in one. Hole. And it was like how many yards? Like hundreds, right? No oh, idea. Yeah. I wasn't it there. Was, no, you were. It was so far. I don't know how to also measure. So I'm not good at math or measuring anything with him. <laughs> and, but it was so far. Like I couldn't see the little flag and he hit the dang thing in the hole. And, and they were the groom. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. He, they were. Oh my gosh. They threw their clubs. Everybody's. Ah! Hold on. Was, I'm going to pull it up. Yeah. Pull it up. Pull what? It up, pull it up. Ellie got a hole in one yesterday at putt putt. Oh. <laughs> 
She's oh five. She got a hole in one. Say, yeah, I've it never was the done cutest it. thing ever. So how would you guys then, through this whole conversation, how would you recommend someone go up, go up? How would you recommend someone go about, rec- uh, my goodness. You okay. start over. So going through all of this, how would you guys recommend a couple go about setting their timeline up? Go for that, Nola. I would think about what their priorities for photos are and what they actually want in their home or in their album. What is necessary for them to be happy with their gallery? And then throwing out the fluff. So for example, if you don't need a photo with each of your bridesmaids by themselves, don't do it. Just get the three or five photos. And then I think since your photographer is with you the entire day, I think talking with them and telling them what you're there, you know, what your wants and needs are is the most valuable thing you can do with your vendor. Yeah. I think I would feel, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, because a photographer is going to run off what they normally run off of. They're going to do the, you know, standard factory work set. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to think all of this is important to you because it's important to everybody else. But if you sit there and tell me and give me permission to, Hey, What's important to me is seriously, to, if you say two photos, I'm probably going to deliver 10 to 20 of your bridesmaids. But if you tell me two and tell me what's more important to you is that you have free time to play flip cup or free time to have an Uno match or whatever, then or like people are doing this new thunderstruck. Have you guys been? Yes. Every single wedding. Is this a, is it a TikTok thing? No, it's been around forever. Yeah, it's oh, been around. Oh, wow. For a My last 3 weddings have done it, but I haven't seen it I used prior to watch to that. I used to watch a podcast that the that they would do that on Fridays, like they would end their Friday recording playing the host would. And oh, they would just get yeah. obliterated <laughs> at the very end of the podcast. Have you ever done a power hour? No. That's where you take a shot of beer every minute and like a song stops and then it changes the song and then you take a shot and I think it's like eight beers in an hour. You nope. take a shot of like beer. You a beer. Yeah. I want to yeah. do that. It's very fun. You we can do should a do a podcast. Ep- oh, Ashley can't drink beer. I can uh, drink cider though. We should do a power hour episode one day where we like host oh. an event to where it's <laughs> like we it. cover a topic and then the the people that are watching can do it too. We yeah. can do like a power hour oh episode. Oh my gosh. It's fun. It's we very should do fun. that. Yeah. I'll be able to drink here in like 14 days, 13 days or something. I think it might be six beers. Somebody in the comments. That's a lot of beers. I mean, I'm pretty tanked after two. I like the beers. What is the Hold thunderstruck the thing? Okay. Thunder so, is like every time it says thunder, you drink. And then you can't stop so you drinking can't stop. until it says thunder again. Right? And yeah. there's like some portions where someone's drinking for like 30 or 45 seconds. Like yeah. before there's like one that's like, it's the worst one to get. So it's yeah. the song Thunderstruck. Thunder. And it's like... I think it's ACDC. You think it's And so, yeah, you just chug until you get like released by thunder. So, yeah, I've been seeing this for grand entrances. Literally, my last three weddings, they've all entered to that song. And so every couple and the way that they've been doing it is you can't stop drinking until the next person comes up or something like that. That's cool. I like that. So. Speaking of wedding party entrances, uh, I think this is our episode that we're doing that's going to be releasing uh, or that will have. Never mind. I don't think the time. This episode will have been released. By I time. think it's the next one. Yeah. Um, okay. Never mind. Ready? Mark that. Okay. Wait, oh, wait, how wait. would you go about setting up a timeline? We did that. So 
I forgot your advice. Whose advice? Yours advice. How would you recommend someone go about setting up their timeline? Oh, figure oh. out what photos are important. Mm-hmm. Remove the fluff. Mm-hmm. Let your fo- let your vendors know what's important to you. Give them permission because otherwise they are going to think you need 15 minutes of everything. Um, and then let them know it's important to you that you have space to do these specific things. And maybe that's even like you have it kind of set up beforehand what you guys might want to spend your day doing. That way on their timeline from maybe a timeline perspective and like the way that their brains work, they're like these next this next half hour they have allotted so that they can throw paint at each other. <laughs> Obviously, that's not I, it, I like but. that. <laughs> I did too. Um, okay, so before we completely wrap up, I want to hear from each of you like a timeline tip. What's a timeline tip people could take away from this episode besides everything that we've talked about already? Tell your makeup artists that you want to be ready way ahead of time. Like, I think that it's pretty standard for makeup and hair to run over by about an hour. So I just think that giving yourself enough time in the morning to get ready. And even if you're chilling, drinking a mimosa for 45 minutes, that's way better than rushing because that kind of messes up the rest of the day. I totally agree with that. And also to piggyback that, don't be the last one to get ready. Oh yeah, definitely not. You or your mother. Yeah, like know that your makeup artist isn't going to leave so they can always touch you up and your makeup has to last for 10 hours. So I swear if it's only, you know, you put it on an hour earlier than the last person, nothing is going to happen to it. It's fine. No, like I love to get ready early. Yeah, you do. (laughs) <laughs> we go to a hotel and Ashley like gets up at 6 a.m., gets ready, and then like lays back down in bed and closes her eyes after her yeah. makeup and hair is done. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously hilarious. do. You should see it. Like my alarm goes off and I'm like, let's get ready. <laughs> she is. And I'm like still laying in bed and I hear Ashley's ankles cracking as she's like, walking across the bathroom floor. And I'm like, well, I'm awake now too. Ashley's <laughs> up. I'm up. We're up. We're up. But I'm way more of a procrastinator. We're like just very opposite. So she likes to get ready early and I like to get ready at the absolute last minute. You're that bride that runs. No, I'm just kidding. I am. I was that way on my wedding day. Um, Not that it mattered for my Mm -hmm. wedding, but okay. So um, Chris, what's a timeline tip you have? Uh, I think, uh, so there's two things that come to mind. Number one, and this is, these have just things that have been on my mind based off of conversations that we've had over the last two, three weeks, because timelines have been coming up. Um, But man, the biggest thing that comes to mind is picking the appropriate package, but like for the time that you need, that's probably the biggest, the biggest thing that you can do. Don't shortchange it and don't go, ah, we can swing eight hours or it's going to be tight, but there's going to be no room. Like, don't do that to yourself. Or if Uh, you do, it's going to pull you out of things. Say you can only afford six hours. Like, no, you're going to just be sacrificing some things, but you still want that cushion. So you might be sacrificing, like, getting in the dress or getting ready candidates or details. But, like, maybe you don't really freaking care about that. And like, just don't try to do it all yeah. if you have a package that can barely get it to squeak by. Because then you won't do anything well. Like, you, your, your photographer won't be able to capture anything well. Um, so yeah. that's kind of the biggest thing is appropriately pick your timeline and if you do, based off of what Ashley just said, if you do have to go with what you can afford and it is less than you would want, then pick the things that you want to sacrifice and pick your priorities for the things that you really want. The second thing would be just dinner, like give accurate time 
for whatever your dinner plans are, whether that's buffet, whether that's plated, whether that's, you know, serve whatever it is, give an accurate time. Uh, I recently had a wedding that uh, we, I advised for more time and then it, it didn't really work out that way. And so we were about 35 minutes behind. And this was an instance where we really needed to be on time because we had planned on only getting like five to 10 minutes of photos with them earlier in the day, right after the first look. So we really needed to do sunset photos like, or they were not going to have, they were going to have money shots. Just smile. Look at the camera. Yeah. They were going to have much else. So it's really important that you think through that. Don't shortchange your dinner service. I, on the timeline. So my tip piggybacks that one actually, and it's to eat dinner privately with your significant other, like maybe even in a different room. Um, and it also piggybacks my other tip. They kind of are sandwiched together and it's all just to have alone time with your partner. Don't skip out on like sunset photos or evening photos. Um, if you're very clear with how long you want to spend on them, by the way, but because that gives you a time and a moment to be alone with your person and, I can't tell you how many people when they leave the reception and the noise of the reception and they get to walk outside and they all say, wow, it's so nice out here. Yeah. Like always, they always think like it's a, it's, there's it's always a like this fresh sigh, air. like, <sighs> like they didn't realize there's they were like tense. a release. Yes. Yeah, the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. For sure. The tense. Yeah. So both of those things though, will allow you to have time with your person on your day of, which is really what it's all about. And by spending dinner alone together, you can like reflect on your day without distractions of your wedding party or people walking around or people wanting to come up and have a picture with you and you don't even get to eat your food. And also, if you eat your food, you'll be happier. So those are my two little tippies. I like those. I like your tippies. Thanks. Thanks. So does anybody have anything else to share? Anything that just came to mind? Okay. So to reflect on everything... I think what sums everything up is think about why you're doing the things you're doing and allow for extra time to live in the moment. I mean, it's really just reimagining your timeline. Why are you taking your wedding party photos? Why are you doing a first look with your or a bridesmaids reveal? Like, are you just doing it because it's a cute photo or has nobody seen your dress before? So this is like, a really big wow moment and there's no judgment on any part on what your reasons are but ask yourself is this important to me is this something that I want to say yes to because when I'm saying yes to this I'm saying no to something else I'm saying no to cushion time I'm saying no to living in my moment I think that kind of is what kind of we talked about it. today yeah I would agree mm-hmm. okay Ashley Yes, ma'am. I'm going to ask you a question. We do this thing now with our guests. The picker wheel. It's the picker wheel. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Ash, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, I'm going to spin it. Tell us about whatever comes to mind. A wedding horror story that the bride doesn't know about. So what is something that's happened at a wedding that was like terrible, awful, and the bride oh. still doesn't know about? Um, when she walked down the aisle, her dress was totally in a candle. 
And she had no idea. I think caught on fire. Yeah. I think that we cut it off without her looking like, I think we, (laughs) I'm pretty sure we cut that tool. I was distraction. Ashley was like, (laughs) so it caught on fire. Yes. Oh no. (gasps) But I have Ah. many, many stories, but that's the one that comes to mind. We've had cake melting all over the place. Have Ashley to like told me about that one. No, it's a good one. Oh yeah, like when the cakes were are like tilting in the summer, and you're like, okay, how do I prop this up? How do I pretend? Yeah. like we just can't let her Flat. know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, spin the cake around. Yeah, yeah. That's so a, a burning cake, of the dress, oh, dress catching on fire. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. I, I'm surprised people weren't like, uh, this, this was this when she was walking into the ceremony. It I was. believe so. Yeah, it was. I'm surprised but then, people think, oh, <gasps> it went away. So like, cause it was tool. So it like burned a hole and like cr- got crispy and then, and it was a lot of layers of tool. So you couldn't really, you could see the crispy. So then when she walked back and she was like celebrating and like talking to her wedding planner and I, Ashley distracted her, she had a wedding planner, told the wedding planner about it, got some scissors to cut off the crispies. And then you couldn't tell cause it was just a bunch of layers of tool on top of each other. But yeah. <laughs> Extra well I done, mean, bride. fire fire wild fire's crazy man fire is i kind of want to ask you another one okay how do you feel about that no this is my favorite thing i love this kind of like improv we'll do one more okay that's our wedding noise whenever we're trying to get kids to pay attention okay it's so funny because oh okay oh most unique thing you've ever seen at a wedding you know what i really liked for their uh vow ceremony what's a ritual you know when they pour sand what's that oh, their uh, unity, unity ceremony. ceremony thank you um they put together a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because you can never unmix those two ingredients and what? and they ate it like together like you know cheers but like yeah i freaking love that and to top it off, she had never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich before. So, and she also had never been married. So, total symbolization there. Oh, never how do you had never a have a PBJ? You know I don't what? know. That's a parenting problem. Not for <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, that is. A, those parents need to be locked <laughs> up. That's you know like hits a hard? Problem. Those Smuckers, Uncrustables, those <gasps> things hit hard, dude. They do. They, ha- they cannot be, well, I can't eat them anymore. But before, they could not be in my freezer. Oh, also, freezer. That. They're so good in the freezer. Are we? They're all in the freezer, aren't Grape they? Grape or strawberry? Grape. Grape. I knew you were going to say strawberry, you weirdo. Yes. <laughs> strawberry PBJs are so good. That's They're like not somebody bad. choosing so strawberry milk over chocolate milk. I'm like, what are you, a psycho? I mean, Actually, I, I think I, I might like that. <laughs> yeah. You got Okay, so I have this very fond memory of using the strawberry chocolate milk, like the, the powder. Did you mm. guys ever oh, do the powder? Th- still do the powder. Strawberry chocolate or strawberry powdered milk hits way better than like syrup strawberry milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it tastes, it's totally different. It's completely different. I mean, I feel that way with the chocolate too. The yeah. yeah. Chocolate Nesquik is way better than the Yahoo. Hershey's. Um, oh, yeah, that stuff is. Syrup. Ugh. Anyways. You got to get the Nestle if you're not doing Nestle. Anyways, I cannot <laughs> believe she did not have, a, she's never had a PPJ. That's a really cool, unique. You I love that little thing. random one. It's always fun too. too to see the first one that comes to mind too. I know. You know, there's been a lot, but that's like 
that's a top one. So before we, well, we're about to just end. So thanks for hanging out guys, but go ahead and go find Ashley on social media. You can find her on Instagram at Ash the K. Ashley, are you also Ash the K across all platforms? Are you Ash the K on TikTok? Yes. Definitely follow her on TikTok. She's hilarious. <laughs> E. Well, I'll, well, I'll put her TikTok in our uh, in the show notes. Yeah, you thank have to you so her. much. That's very fun. Ash, yeah, like help help at, promote Ash. Yeah. So, so before we send you off, know that on Friday we have such a fun episode for you. I don't know if you guys remember, but last week Chris was talking about how he has all of these innovative ideas, a few of them, on how to make the grand entrance feel a little bit more intentional and less like, why are we all doing this when you go into your reception? Yep. I have three of them to be exact. And I'm super excited because the way that this typically pans out is you have half of the wedding party that is super excited to do the grand entrance. And the other half is pretty meh and not excited about it at all. And so uh, we're just going to talk about how to add more intention into your grand entrance. And so I'll be sharing those tips this Friday. So be on the lookout for them. So excited. And after you listen to that, before you listen to that right now, actually, why don't you go ahead and if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast, hit that little plus bot- button on Apple Podcasts or however you can subscribe to wherever you're listening and give us a follow on uh, the Bridal Breakdown community on Facebook because that's where we do spend most of our time. Yeah. And shout out to all of the new people who have listened. We are coming up with lots of unique ways for you guys to connect. Thank you, everybody who's been commenting. It's been so cool to see the community growing. We are very close to hitting 100 members in the Facebook group. So join this week and you might be number 100. Yes, we have a co- be cool. we have Katie who joined us today live and then we have a new listener Heidi who also joined us live in the Facebook group. So very excited about our new active commenters. Yeah. Okay. So we hope that this episode was helpful and that it's definitely helped you rethink your wedding timelines. And uh, you guys know that every week that you tune in, we're going to be bringing you the best and most intentional information that we can. And we will be chatting with you guys this Friday. So we hope that you all have an amazing week. We'll talk to you real soon. See you later. Bye.